Hello and welcome to the Polygon Show, the best hour of people talking about video games and culture and entertainment sometimes. I'm your host for the week, Ashley O, but don't worry. Simone is back. Hello. We've just done a a Freaky Friday type situation. Yeah. But only for this week. It's very sexy. It's very wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying it. I've been been waiting for this moment. I was going to probe the Freaky Friday thing, but I don't Don't, think I want to know. Don't don't probe. It's unfreaky Friday. It's (laughs) It's very Friday. And it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. (laughs) These are my (laughs) co-hosts. Who do I have over here wearing a hat that looks like a burger? It's me. It's Allegra. Me. I have the hat. Hey. Okay, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> and over here, who do I have with the brilliant red hair? Oh, hi. My name is Chelsea. My hair is red. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, Ashley. Hello. Special thanks, by the way, to everyone who came out to see us at Play NYC last week. Yeah. How was that? It was very fun. It, it was, was so fun. Yeah. yeah, we had a good time. Who won the uh, the versus game? Oh, uh, oh, the match game. No, the one that you did with the Oh, dad. the Kung Fu oh, Kickball. Kung Fu Kickball. Oh. Well, it was Let's not Allegra <laughs> or me. Let's not talk about that. Interesting. I don't, want, very I don't want my co-host to get mad at me. Ashley and I had developed a really good tactic where we would ask, his name is Jonah, who developed Kung Fu Kickball. We would ask him very in-depth questions to distract him. And yeah. that worked for a while. It did. But not enough. But not enough. No, I ran out of questions. That's I shameful. panicked and I asked him about the Ken Burns Civil War special and if he'd ever seen that. Oh, no. But he just said no, and it wasn't as confusing as, like, where do you live? Where's your favorite <laughs> restaurant? And I'm sure he was hesitant to talk about that. But there's a reminder that we also have another live show this weekend at FlameCon. Chelsea, why don't you tell us about FlameCon? Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surprise, Chelsea. <laughs> she was like, well, I wasn't paying attention. FlameCon is the nation's largest queer Comic Con, and it's at the Sheraton in Times Square this weekend. There are Yay. still tickets available. You can get day passes or weekend passes. Yeah, they are available at the FlameCon website. Okay. Um, we are going to have a panel at 1230 on Saturday. It's so exciting. And Woo! then. We- Probably be wandering around on Saturday as well. You're gonna have to drag me out of the artist hall. Oh, I'm gonna go I'll, look at with some. my arms full of art mm. and money leaking from my ears. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Money leaking. Wait, are you getting money? Or are you no, just giving money? That's all the money that's going out of me. Do you oh. just like Don't tilt keep your it head there. and like shake your ear? That's like how I pay the artists. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gross. Cool. Some waxy money for you and your art. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so That's welcome wonderful. to that. <laughs> so welcome. We to- can all look forward to exchanging waxy money with yes. each mm-hmm. other. Yes, and uh, I think our panel is in the main room. I don't know the name. It is on the main stage, yes. On the main stage. Uh, I'm going to choke over waxy money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm inclined to wear like a ballroom gown for some reason. You're like, it's at the Sheraton at the main <laughs> you stage. You told me it was in a ballroom. I don't know. <laughs> I have these Gloves, the elbow length oh. white satin gloves. <gasps> You're like a little debutante yeah. being presented as a woman for the first time. For the very first time. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> um, anyway, that ballroom fantasy aside, today on the show, we're going to be talking about 
MMO Memories, as in multi massively <laughs> multiplayer online games. Tell me about those MMO memories, because I watched, like, while I was on vacation last week, something like 30 emails just flood into my inbox. Oh, yes. Of people telling me about their MMO memories, and I was like, oh, they must have done something on the Peloton show. <laughs> I love when you say MMO memories. I feel like you're stuttering on the word memories, and then you're like, oh, and then you say memories, and it's really cute. <laughs> oh, memories. Wait, so, well, someone in our emails, before we jump in, referred to it as memories. Mm, That's good. It works better if you read it. I'm sorry. Memo? Memo. Like, me. Just call the episode that so that people can have the experience of seeing it. It sounds like we're trying to say memo, but we're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Memo. That's what I want people to take away from this episode. That we're trying to say memo, but we're drunk. <laughs> to be clear, we're not drunk. It's the middle of the day. <laughs> I guess that wouldn't um, really stop. Anyway, I, sorry, go on. Actually, I, I just please want to include me. some bonus, some slightly bonus content. So before we start reading your wonderful stories, um, in in our show notes, by the way, you know, we put something in case any of us wanted to say something fun. And I have to read you Chelsea's <laughs> because it's really good. No. Ashley, blank. Allegra, blank. Simone, blank. Chelsea, I have no non-MMO stories? Or I think you mean just no MMO stories, yes, right? Yes, yes. And then you said, I went to Ikea. It was hell. White people fought in line. Yes. <laughs> there was actually That's a fight. kind of an MMO. <laughs> I wasn't even there. Ikea is an it's MMO. It's massive, and there are a lot of people there. And they're all mad. And you're fighting. Oh, you're you're online. And you're online. Wow. Why were they fighting? Because one particularly irate gentleman did not understand that the lines were numbered like mm-hmm. most things. And so yeah. a new lane opened, people moved into it, and then he started yelling at them that they cut. And we're like, okay. He also ran into Sean with his cart. That was oh, great. No. Uh, and then he yelled at this woman who was like, I didn't cut. This is how it works. She, he yelled, go back to Queens. <gasps> wow. And what? I was like, what the hell? And what I was like, I didn't know How what does... it meant. And he was standing then behind us and muttering for the whole. You was know... she dressed like Spider Man? No, she just was dressed like a normal person. <laughs> there oh. was nothing that was like, I'm from Queens. <laughs> and I was, just, yeah, I was gonna ask, like, did he know she was from? Did he look at her license? I don't Is know. Is this some kind of deep New York humor that I would have to be born here to understand? I don't get, Do people qu- from Queens cut in line? Is Queens like a pejorative now? Like, I, oh, I, she's like someone from I Queens. I guess like. Maybe like Jersey would be like the, but I don't even like, I don't know. I don't believe like that's just wild. So it was, he was so mad and irritated. And then of course, because those lines never move, he just stood behind us and ranted to his friend for 15 minutes about how. Wouldn't want to be that friend. And yeah, he was, it was just so awkward. That is very awkward. I'm sorry you had to experience an MMO IRL. 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 Um, so we asked you to share with us some of your favorite MMO memories. And we also uh, sourced some good stories on our Facebook as well. The first one of which I will read to you in a normal voice. <laughs> Why did that make me really like, nervous? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just like, <laughs> how could you imagine if I didn't? Um, from Jeremy on Facebook. Back during Vanilla World of Warcraft, before I even really knew how to play the game, my friends and I stumbled upon an inn. There were about 15 to 30 players 
at this inn, all buying in-game drinks and getting wild. (laughs) (laughs) So wild. People started jumping up on tables and dancing. Someone eventually yelled out to strip. So everyone on the table stripped down and continued to party. I assume this just means you took off your armor. Then, out of nowhere, a character burst into the inn and said, Someone summoned a fucking demon! We all rushed outside just to get murdered by this demon. This was the craziest event I had ever been a part of in an MMO. That's great. Why would you leave the party to go get killed? Because someone was like, someone summoned a demon. And I think everyone was already going wild. They're like, yeah. And they all went out there and I guess they all died. Probably because they were wearing no armor. They were drunk in the game. They were drunk in real life. They were wearing no no unequipped all their armor. You can also wear like normal linen shirts and stuff in World of Warcraft too. So So they probably put on the linen clothing and then stripped it off and then got killed by the demon. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) That's so stupid, but so good. I wish I could do that. I love that they give you the freedom to do things like that. That's, Everything about this story is perfect. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jeremy, <laughs> who may or may not be listening to this. Uh, also, Bree from Facebook has another fantastic, similar-ish story. I have a few, but this one stands out to me the most. Back when I played WoW, my best friend and I got married in the game. We went all out, bought rings, dresses, whole nine yards. We invited all our in-game friends, and it was her husband, IRL, who played a priest who officiated the wedding. It was a really silly and fun thing. Afterwards, we played a game called Drop Dead Darts. You fly up to the highest point in the area, I believe we used Stormwind Castle, strip down to nothing, don't want to damage your armor, and the point is to die, and the first person to jump (laughs) is the target. Oh no! (laughs) The point is to die. So after that, you know, after the first person jumps, one by one, everyone else follows suit and jumps, trying to land on the target body. (gasps) First person who jumped, of course. Whoever got the closest to a bullseye won. After a few rounds, the skeletons of our dead bodies started piling up, making it look like we had slaughtered all our guests. I still have screenshots (gasps) from that day. Brie from Facebook. Why did she have to do this right after her wedding? Because it was fun. It was like a post-wedding reception game, drop dead darts. That sounds great. The hardest part of a wedding is keeping the guests amused at the reception. Like, you have to make sure they're entertained, that they have enough food and drinks, that they're having a good time. It's too hard to literally just kill all your guests, I guess. Yes. It's not worth it. Make a game of it. Oh, God. I, I love that they were all taking their clothes off again. The again, this is a running theme. People it like is. taking their clothes off in World of Warcraft. I'm not going to say the person's name because I don't think they want it said. But I do have a friend who became guild, one, a guild queen or something by marrying like another 12-year-old in World of Warcraft. I don't think that they knew at the time that the other kid was 12. I... That world is just so strange to me, but they were king and queen of the guild. Wait, so your friend was 12? They they were very young at the time. Both they were them. still a kid. I feel but like that 12 better, year old was younger. It's probably better that they're, it's not like a super old person and you're yeah, young. No, friend. no, it was a, a, a tween. Okay. <laughs> a tween moment. Aww. Was marriage a thing in that game? Yeah. Like, could you literally, like, was it a legally binding thing like guilds were? I mean, not the guilds are legally binding, sure you but could like a actually, mechanic. I'm pretty sure like people definitely got, like it's a pretty common thing, I think. Can you get divorced, though? Yeah, like, that's a real question. Yeah, right. I would much rather go to like an Ooh. elf divorce court and... Holy Ooh, shit. I would, too. Make that a new show. Elf divorce court, please. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. Yes. Dark elf judge. Dark elf judge. <sighs> World of Warcraft and divorce is a forum topic. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably 
like real life. I ooh. Mm. Oh no, it's about real life divorce. Yeah. No, don't oh. do that. No. <laughs> I have a real life bum out story that I will not share because it's a bummer Aww. about people who got divorced because of well. Oh no. Oh, Jesus. Geez. All right. Do you guys for the remember that uh, Felicia Day show? Mm. Yeah. The Guilt. Shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I fucking loved that show. And that reminds me, like you were saying about how, like, all these people who are, like, in the Guild are, like, to- from totally different backgrounds. Like, some of them are not even close to the same age. Yes. Oh, what a great show. Everyone watched that show. I did. I remember the like there was the like the mom whose kids were always in the background yeah, messing up. Yeah, she just kind of neglected them as yeah. they were like. <laughs> it was, was that fun. show it was, in in hindsight? Is that show good or is it like a Sex in the City situation where you what? shouldn't rewatch it? Sex in the City is good. Sex in the City is evergreen. <laughs> is it still good if you so live mom. in New York? Yes, I've heard mixed things about Sex and the City still being good, but I haven't watched it since I watched it for the first time and bought the box set in a pink velvet case and also read the book, which is extremely good. Oh, is it? I think. Yeah, it's very grim. (laughs) That's like the Hemingway of of uh, what depressing what? Manhattan socialite no. writing. Yes. Not Sex in the so. City. The yes. Hemingway? Hemingway of yes. New York romance? Yes. Good lord. It's so stark. Uh, anyway, this is not the Sex in the City podcast. This is the yeah. Polygon show. This is the MMO. Our Sex in the City podcast will come Where's in our Sex in the City MMO? 2065. I want a Sex in the City MMO. No. Oh my God. No. no. Uh, it's called Our Lives. It's called Modern Dating. Allegra. It's called Tinder. Yeah. That's a joke. I guess there is no divorce in Azeroth. So I, I'm just quickly <laughs> researching this. Which um, is a problem. Who can we bring that up with? I... Jeff Kaplan. Jeff? Jeff? I don't know. Jeff could refer us to someone. (laughs) Okay. Tell Jeff to tell Mike Morheim about this decision. (laughs) Call in Jeff again. Just get Jeff on. He'll know what to do. Get him on the line. I have him in my favorites on my iPhone. Let's go. Excellent. Okay. Am I in your favorites on your iPhone, Chelsea? Do you talk to Jeff Kaplan more than you talk to me? We have strayed far from the MMO gods. We must return. We must return. All right. This is from... Wilkie, one of my favorite memories. That's right, this is Wilkie's term. So, TM, trademark, sign. From World of Warcraft, TM. That's also a trademark. That's a copyrighted mm-hmm. franchise. Uh, was just traveling around Azeroth with my friends and writing a personal travel guide along the way. I held strong opinions on various inns as well as some local foods exclusively sold by local NPCs. I like where your head is at, Mm. Wilkie. I like where your head is at. Dalaran unquestionably held the best destination title for variety and quality of its shops, restaurants, and lodgings. It's also a city of camaraderie. Even if one was pledged to the Horde, it was still possible to sneak into the back of the Alliance Zone's beer garden and drink with your sworn enemies. However, if you wanted a choir vacation, Shadow Prey Village on the western coast of Kalimdor was my top pick. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Cool ocean breezes, fresh seafood, and an open-air room at the inn with the sounds of the ocean crashing on the rocks below made it a steal at any price. Thanks for a great show every week, Wilkie. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. This is actually a fantastic idea, and I really like this of somewhere like World of Warcraft where there are so many different places, and also inns, that like it's rich enough for you to like literally be the Yelp almost. Of yes, this is very MMOs. much in the vein of how you've played your 
Yakuza as yeah. well. So I feel like it's that's what it made you. me think of. And all I, Ashley, have you thought about doing a blog yeah. reviewing restaurants in Yakuza? Yeah. Oh, I will. This oh my is god, I will. Absolutely, the best single-serving Tumblr. Oh idea. my god, yeah. blogspot.com. Put it I'll on start the it. Site. Nope. <laughs> Polygon.tumblr.com. Ashley, I'll let you put it on the site. <laughs> Actually, it also me. reminds me of um, Riley McLeod at Kotaku did a review of every inn in The Witcher Three. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, he did. which That's was cool. a very good piece. He spent a very long oh, time doing that. I yeah. love stuff like. So, had I known that you could do stuff like this. As elaborately as in WoW, maybe I should There's play no WoW. law. There is don't no play, law. Don't play WoW, Ashley. Why? Why? There, there are no laws. There's so many inns. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's true. It's if instead no of reservations, losing no yourself in, in Overwatch, no reservation, no, no inn, no inn reservation. <laughs> I'm working on it. But Christopher, no inn. There's. There's All right. No inn in reservation of, except for a the Batman one. Big Inn. Two. Where did Batman come into this? <laughs> Thank you for your question, Wilkie. It was lovely. It wasn't a question. So it much wasn't as a question. It was a suggestion for Ashley O to start a blog <laughs> reviewing destinations in Yakuza Zero or Kiwami or Kiwami Two. Um. Though related to the to that uh, to e- to Wilkie's email, wow! I can't talk all of a sudden. That's okay. I got so excited about the food. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of emails and comments about again specifically, wow, of you know people going with like small groups, not their whole guild, but to just like scenic places and finding like a nice hideout or like a nice beach, a nice landscape, and like you just sit around and you guys just hang out. And it's nice. I like that. I used to kind of do that in Ragnarok, except it definitely was nowhere near what World of Warcraft is now. So I can only imagine just picking like a nice secluded spot away from things. How many people were in your guild when you played Ragnarok online? Oh my god, I don't know. Maybe like 20? That's actually pretty close. I don't really remember. Yeah. But like I think only a smaller group of that were really close and would go on like every day. Mm -hmm. And I think that was like 10 of us were super tight. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would switch our little headgears and sit down and sit up and down. Up and down, (laughs) up and down, up and down. (laughs) Like we were dancing. Wait, did, did Ragnarok not have any dance emotes? I don't think so. This was so long ago. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh my God. That's that wasn't really about, a thing. Can't even believe yeah. it's still around. I think City, it is still around. City of Heroes did still did have dance emotes, but I I honestly it was so long ago that I don't remember like who I was in a guild with, except for at the time. Obviously, I had just moved to France, so I was playing with my friends back in the states, and like we would just go out into the hollows and sit in a circle like around a fire and chat because i think we were we were on the phone at the same time oh cool so it was like our way of hanging out yeah and i remember when that was like a big deal when you all like went on skype together because i think in the days when i was still playing i don't even know if to be honest if skype was around no it was it was definitely skype that i used so maybe it was with what you used too i actually never voice chatted with him so like back then like that tech Technology mm-hmm. was not like pervasive enough where we all did that. I'm sure if that was like an easy option for some of us, we would have. But we just stuck to intense online chat and obviously sitting up and down like in Overwatch. <laughs> if you don't have that dance emote, you just spam crouch. 
<laughs> yeah. I can still do a bunch of the City of Heroes dances the, in real life. Oh. Can you think about the elbows dance, which is what I call the Yeah. What's the elbow? Wow. That's the one. Aww. It's basically you fling, like, it feels like you're flinging your elbows off into the I side. Sorry, that was that. very not good for audio, but I did the dance and well, it was very good. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I just, I'm going to just describe Simone yeah. flinging each elbow in alternate succession out to the mm-hmm. side in a, like max to velocity. The- the chicken dance. It's kind of the right. chicken dance, but like worse. Okay. Yeah. Well, the chicken dance is the worst because that's just kind of like you reenacting one of those that's like, car dealerships. That's an up and down flap. Yes, it is. No, it's not. What? what? Yes, it is. Yes, chicken it is. dance in City of Heroes? No. Oh, oh yeah. No, but I meant in real life. Oh, in real dance. life. Okay. There's okay. this chicken dance in City of Heroes and it's not the same as real life. Is it no. called the chicken dance, though? I'm pretty sure it is. What I don't heck? remember the names of the dances. I just named that one the elbow dance and you automatically knew what I was talking about. Yes. Wow. I think we should do like aerobics videos with Yep. These. City of Heroes... Everybody would gather around the main statues in each zone and uh-huh. have dance parties all the time. That was like, oh, that's so fun! It yeah. was really fun. I met like random people and became friends with them just around those dance parties. And then they did like, didn't they open a club or something when City of Villains launched? Wasn't there some kind of dance club? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> a dance club? Yeah. Oh, I love on like. Oh my god! Great. Yes. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Todd Vanderwerf, the host of Vox.com's pop culture podcast, I Think You're Interesting. I'm the I in I Think You're Interesting. And every week I talk to fascinating people from the world of TV, movies, and entertainment. Have you ever wondered what it's like to write a joke for the president? Number one topic we would not joke about was national security. One of the things about writing jokes for a president is if you have the joke and then, and it's totally in good taste, but then a week later something happens. There's a tragedy, there's a shooting, there's a a terrorist attack. The joke can become retroactively in bad taste. We didn't want anything to end up in a campaign ad. Or what goes into creating the costumes for a blockbuster movie like Black Panther. We brought in the uh, head cutter from the Boston Ballet into Atlanta to give us a new suit for the stunt guys that's cut with these special gusset shapes so that they could perform, you know, like the ballet. You can find so much more information about the show at vox.com slash I think you're interesting hyphens between the I, the think, the year, and the interesting. And you can catch new episodes of I Think You're Interesting every Thursday by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's take a minute to hear from our other sponsor this week. It's Gamefly. Gamefly puts video games right where they belong. In the hands of gamers who love them. With your monthly subscription to Gamefly.com, you can pick your favorite games from over 9,000 titles and have them mailed directly to your door. Don't waste money buying this year's new game titles before you know if they're worth it. Try them out yourself. With Gamefly, you have access to all the newest game releases and you can keep them and play them for as long as you want. There's one monthly fee, and with that, you get unlimited video game rentals of all of the most popular titles from Madden to Call of Duty. That's as little as 54 cents a day, and there's also always free shipping, and you can cancel anytime. 
Like I said, you have over 9,000 titles to choose from, so don't feel limited to Madden and Call of Duty. Find something that you like. And you can keep the games as long as you want. There's no late fees or due dates. Ever. When you're tired of the game, just mail it back, and they'll send you a new game of your choosing. So you don't have to leave your house? And go to the store, you don't have to worry about the game you want being out of stock like at your local retailer. Also, Gamefly now offers movie rentals as well. You can check out their offer by going to Gamefly.com slash Polygon Show and start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial allows you to check out two games or movies at a time. You can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash Polygon Show. Their usual first free month offer is only one game at a time, so this is a great deal. Now go sign up and start playing all your favorite games or watching your favorite movies absolutely free for 30 days. Thank you, Gamefly, for sponsoring this episode of The Polygon Show. All right, there is one more wonderful story I have for you guys. Tell me the story. Um, Hi, Polygon Show, longtime listener, first-time caller. I have a great couple of memories. I reverse that wording. That's okay. Why don't we just start over? <laughs> Hi, Polygon Show. Longtime listener, first-time caller. I have a couple great memories from my wow days, but one that I can think of offhand was when my entire guild <sighs> destroyed a gold beggar's day. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this. In Thunderbluff, this dude kept spamming all chats and yelling about needing gold, going so far as to whisper every max-level person they saw in the area including our guild leader and a couple of our officers. Folks were getting more than a little annoyed. As a family, we hatched a plan. Everyone available went to Thunder Bluff after buying, cooking, and clearing all banks (laughs) of every type of bread we could find. Spent the next hour, all of us, opening trade windows with this dude and adding, but not pressing trade, thousands of gold. And when he hit accept on his side, throwing in bread loaves, taking out the gold, and hitting accept on our end, and then they'd say, oh, but you said bread, right? No, oh my God, so sorry. Open trade again. That's a loaf of bread. Not, oh my God, oh, okay, let me try again. Hold on, hold on. Wait, that's great quality cake. Why aren't you happy? And apparently all of us for an hour, one after the other, spent the whole time just crying, laughing to each other in our ventrilo server and was time well spent. We also traded him enough bread he made like 1,000 gold in the end. Wow. Anyway, that's all. Love you guys. Keep up the awesome work. Megan. Oh, God. All this food is making me hungry. Mm. Oh, you're right. I did keep, keep picking yeah. food. Classic <laughs> Ashley. I yeah. didn't even realize my mm. bad. This list was curated no, by No, but that's Ashley. hilarious. That poor guy, but also he kind of deserved it. He just did deserve it. Don't just, be a whiny jerk. <laughs> um, so Chelsea gasped and shook her head when you said Ventrilo. Yeah. And it reminded me, that was like the OG Discord almost. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? it was. I never used Ventrilo. What era was, was that? It was like Skype. This was like mid-2000s, oh I guess. Oh my God, yeah, I think so. It was sort of like um, Skype where you could voice chat or text chat your friends. And most people used it like when playing games. Yes. Like it was very much for gamers. Did yes. you do that a lot, Chelsea? Or? Sometimes. We would we would do that or Skype. It depended on what people had. Uh, do y'all remember their logo (laughs) no because it's like a blocky head with wraparound sunglasses headphones and one of those microphones that comes out of the headphones and covers your like gaming headphones but no mouth Mm. 
Mm-hmm. His yeah. microphone is covering his mouth. Also, it, the head is completely white and mouth. smooth. It's yeah. like Slender Man's head. Yeah, it kind of looks like the red no alien but whatsoever. He's been using some some toner. <laughs> um, well, I'm thinking about Ventrilo specifically. He has a ten step skincare routine. Oh my <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Please go on, Chelsea. He uses the snail. There was medicine. I. I cannot oh. remember the name of this. Uh, this like Swedish kind of electronic artist had songs about playing Dota and he <gasps> dead mouse no no I think I know what you're talking about god uh, what what is his name wait so he had songs about Dota da, what else na, 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 na. he had a song about Dota he had a, so- a song about a chatbot called Bot and Anna and it was all <gasps> Base Hunter, Base Hunter. Base Hunter. Bot Thanks. and Anna was such a good song yeah and then he the that was so good the, I love the, that the video about playing Dota and being on Ventrilo was so funny at the time. It was just like something that we would constantly watch. Yeah. And then and then he like kind of tried to make a pop career. So he wrote English lyrics to these songs that were all about like girls and not about gaming at no! all. No. Yeah. Wait, that's so. I had no idea he even liked games because like when I hear the name Bass Hunter, yeah, I just like think of like top EDM artists like no, Avicii. No, and man. Bass Hunter Bonanna. was like absolutely what? a fucking nerd. What? Yeah. And he didn't. Can you lied hint- to me. He didn't, Why didn't you lie, own Bass it. Hunter? Bass Hunter, you lied to me about who you were. His whole first album was like pretty enjoy to me enjoyable at the time EDM stuff, and it was all in Swedish. <gasps> wow! And it was like the songs that had lyrics were about like chatbots and games and stuff like that. What yeah, the- it was awesome. Was it about making out with chatbots? What? I think he had a crush on. Yeah, that. it was like about loving this this chatbot named Anna. Wow. I seem to recall him like. <laughs> Being on a gondola, Lot to unpack there. wishing yeah. he was with Bon Nana. Yes, and then they rena- <laughs> they do redid the the lyrics to that song that were like called. Oh no, the other one was called like "While You're Gone." I'm like, this is about not video games anymore, <laughs> That's dude. Lame. It was oh. so sad, but that that is like actually the songs that I would l- l- listen to while playing MMOs with people. Oh my wow. god, uh, I had no idea he was a. A nerd. Do you remember Smarter Child? Place. Actually, speaking Smarter of bots, child? you don't remember Smarter Child Wait, was on he AOL? Yeah. yeah, remember Smarter Child? Oh my god! There were god. so many good aimbots. Me and my friends. Oh my god, Smarter <laughs> Child. So many fucking dumbass logs on AIM. I feel like aimbots were back practically an MMO too. Yeah, kind of qualifies. <laughs> I would try and put them in group chats. Oh, just and then, work. like, sometimes if you were too mean to him, he would get sassy, and you're like, oh, smarter child pissed yeah. off. <laughs> oh, my God. Smarter child. Smarter child. Yeah. Oh. oh, forever burned into my brain. Yes, I do remember him. Jesus. God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know we really took a, a hard. We took a turn. I think it was necessary. It was good because, yeah, Ventrilo got us there. I mean, that is pretty relevant. Now we just have Discord, and some, you know, 10 years later, people are going to be like, remember Discord? Remember Discord? Oh. It really makes me wonder what the hell I use to talk to my friends. <laughs> Did we literally have four-way phone calls going? But you were in France. But I was in France. No, we had like a, a call. I guess it was expensive, actually. We did have a call service. Where, like, MSN? We would dial it. No. It was like a phone, an archaic phone thing where we called a number, or they called a number, and then you put in a code, and then you could connect to the number in France mm. that you wanted to dial mm-hmm. or the number in the U.S. you wanted to dial. This was all stuff that I knew how to do at one point in my life, and now I'm like, what's a phone? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I hate phone calls. I like that you just chastised about me about having 
you and your, my favorites. Yes. Like we've talked on the phone ever. <laughs> What's a phone call? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying you have to call me. I just like to be on the list. I'd like to be your emergency contact. That's a lot of effort. It is. And a lot what? of pressure. Uh-huh. Especially because I never answer my phone. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, Chelsea, I'm starting to see your point. Um, your favorite yeah. in my heart, okay? Thank you. So, MMOs. <laughs> so, MMOs. Do we have one more? Um, we can. Do you want to read one more? I thought one of you guys were going to. Yes. Chelsea and I can talk yes. about City do- of Heroes. We're going to talk about City of Heroes forever. Actually, do you want to do like a Yeah, I'm going to just do a transition. Yeah. Good idea. Um, Chelsea, actually, you have your own MMO story to share with us about City of Heroes. Yes. I played, I, I played, started playing City of Heroes from the beta, even. I was really into that game. All of my friends in Austin were playing. It was something that we, like, all did online together. And then I also made, like, in-game friends as well. And it... It was like an MMO that I, you know, I was in college at the time, so I could stay, uh, I would sometimes stay up to like 6 or 7 a.m. on the weekends playing, mm-hmm. which was, I can't, the, the idea of doing that now is stressful. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you met Zelda? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Can I just ask really quickly, so you guys have talked about City of Heroes a lot, but I still don't have that much of a conception of what it is. Ooh. So, yeah. one of you guys, Okay, sorry. I'll give you like the 30-second rundown on City of Heroes. Yeah. Superheroes, but MMO. You are a superhero in a city called Paragon City, uh, and it basically starts out where you um, it, you have a tutorial. It's like your first day in superhero training where you like stop some bad guys. And then you're just kind of let out into the city, and there are all these different areas of it because it's an MMO, but you get to them by taking the subway, oh. which was my favorite part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just because it was heroes until they introduced City of Villains, um, it was very like good focused, and it, I in it seemed very wholesome at the time, and it still does seem like it was a very good community, full of like just all those dorky things that happened in MMOs, like dance parties and in the, in the statue, like we were talking about earlier, and and it had all the elements that people would recognize from WoW, like guilds, which were called supergroups, um, missions, mm-hmm. raids, like longer missions that you had to finish. Things like that. Yeah, so that's the game. There, there were like there were like system kind of like raids where you would enter a door or something, and a whole bunch of events and fights would happen. Frostfire. Yes. <laughs> uh, and there were there were five different classes, and then they all each had their own kind of different elemental stuff. So you could be like more of a stand back on the back type that used like fire or ice to to mess with people, um, or you could be up in the front and fighting. I think they were like. I can't remember all of them. Scrappers, Scrapper, tanks, controller, control, defender, yeah. and then one other that I don't remember. I was my main character was like a dark type, which was hilariously edgy. Please uh, tell us. I want to know Simone and Chelsea. Tell us about your characters and like oh what kind God. of powers they had, what they look like, what are their names. I made I named mine Crimson Ghost after the Misfit song, oh and she God. was Vigoth. Yes, um, <laughs> and. So her her dark powers were like being able to like hold people in place with like dark energy or like eventually you could create like a like little minions that would help you and they're all like black stuff. It was Ooh. that's extremely cool. Wait, what? I think she's a defender. Okay, 
That's awesome. I'm looking at the class list right now. I'm trying to remember. I think that my my main oh, this is so dumb. Oh, I mean, I had a goth. I think this we all a had safe, a goth. Safe we all space. A, thank you. Safe space. Thank this you. is our celebration. Listen, of I had MMOs. several live journals. This is a safe <laughs> right. space. Yes. You're right. You're right. Uh, her name was Astana Saratova. I picked yes. the name by picking random cities, I believe, in like Eastern Europe, the oh, that's good, Russian though. area off a map. She had fire powers. Mm. She had Ooh. red pigtails. She was a controller, so she could like make rings of fire around people and trap them there. Red pigtails. Uh, I believe she had a mini skirt and like high combat boots or something. Yes. And a red, possibly tube top or tank top. I just know there was a lot of tube skin. top. Tube top. The, the, uh, I could not play this character without getting asked out by people, which baffled me because I was like. 15 and I was like why do people keep bothering me my character is just so hot like no one could get enough of what? her no it was a, I was like why do people keep giving me money <laughs> yes exactly exactly <laughs> and I was like uh, no uh, I also my secondary character was a fire controller so fire controllers were fun and I named her Barbie Q oh my I god Bar- oh ha 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 I am a dork. I thought this was a Susie Q joke. I just went a totally different way. Uh, Whoops. (laughs) Please. Anyway, so Chelsea, you spent a lot of time playing. I I spent a lot of time playing. I played, I mean, like, yeah, and it was a game that I got to decently high levels in. And there were, it was, there were so many parts that felt cheesy, like the raids that are really cool. Um, you ended up fighting, they'd be like, here's the gang of, I think clockwork was a, a thing. I remember oh. guys, I remember guys that were wearing stop signs around their, yeah. it was like armor. They were like, just had two stop signs strapped to their chest. And I can't remember what part of the faction they were, but like all the character models, they had like each gang only had two character models. Essentially. Oh yep. And stop signs. Yeah. They had stop signs. It was like, That's- it, their thing yeah it was weird so but i mean like so parts of it were cheesy but at the same time i loved the sci-fi setting i loved the goodness i loved the variety of characters you can make and like the tree the progression trees felt really satisfying so i was always like planning out the next steps in my head and what i needed to do mm-hmm. um it had the, one of the best character creators ever i feel like because you could at the time in what two thousand three or four, like very good looking, robust, different looking characters that were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they could they eventually could have capes. Um, <laughs> yes, this is something we didn't mention. There's like an alien invasion plot kind of happening alongside all the the general badness that's happening with like gangs in the city, and then I mean that there's was like a, a militarized group called Fifth Column that I'm seeing, which is seems like Nazis. Um, <laughs> and then there were all there were also zombies. So like every enemy faction kind of had like an archetype. Yes. Um, oh, these were definitely Nazis. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, they are actually Nazis. <laughs> wow, everything's coming together. Amazing. This is all really like coming together in my head. I re- like now we're talking about it. I remember there were like you would enter things like office office park type looking things mm-hmm. and you'd always just run into rooms and there were more fifth column guys and they all had like the same bland office furniture that was rendered. Yeah. There were cool parts though. I remember there was like a thing where you could see like robots flying in the background. Like those are the bigger raids, I remember. Mm-hmm. Well, I think one of the things I liked most about it, like tying back to the subway thing was 
how it just had it, it took you know your regular MMO infrastructure where you're going to get quests from people and you're going to quest, but it translated it into this real world superhero scenario where like you would choose like what kind of quest you're gonna get and you'd go to a, like an office to get your superhero assignments and then you go oh. out into the city and you take the subway to like a very dangerous to, to Skyway City yeah and we're at the huge highways we're everywhere and I liked as a kid those little details that that kind of grounded it mm-hmm. in the same way that I, I think we the that Ashley likes Yakuza Zero because it, it's all those little mundane things that make it feel vivid and tangible. Mm-hmm. I, I would really role play stuff in my head too. It'd be like, mm-hmm. I'm on this mission to fight this crime. And it was just like, it felt very, even if it didn't have a lot of the dialogue cues, you could still kind of open up a lot of stuff in your head. Mm-hmm. And so you played this and didn't play WoW. I played this. I tried to play WoW afterwards, uh, and I found some of the quality of life stuff just didn't carry over. For instance, in at the time, I mean, this is all, like, this was vanilla WoW, so yeah. At the time, at City of Heroes, you got a basic travel power at level 14, which was not that hard to get to. So you could, uh, I think the travel powers were, like, fly, super jump, super speed, and teleport, and you could get a basic one so you could still have mobility and you weren't just walking and mm, to yeah. the subway station like yeah. you had an, a lot of ability to get around and then you got to wow and it's like i have to wait till 40 to get a mount like this is this is ridiculous or things like because it was a modern city setting city of heroes had waypoints that were really easy to see on all maps and just like some of the stuff that was like mm-hmm. yeah and then quest types because like what you were saying Simone they felt real they felt like the game versus wow the early quests are like kill all these animals and collect their femurs <laughs> and I, was I mean just, it's still like that to a degree in City of Heroes where it's like okay go to the hollows and take out this many members of this gang but they didn't have that rarely were drops required and I just remember early wow mm-hmm. you'd be yeah. killing things and not all of them had like femurs. a femur, and it was just like don't all have femurs. And I was like, but they all have femurs. They're walking, <laughs> but you ruined them. You broke them. Why did you do that? You should have thought of that. I should have thought it was just it was because it was so random. And it had no logic to me. I was like, yeah, that this. is very frustrating. And yeah. and the main thing is that my friends could not pick an, between alliance and a horde, which mm. are the two big wow oh. things. Yeah. And they kept all picking different races, and I was like, "This, this sucks." Like, we find it like inaccessible. Obviously, you started while it was vanilla, so like not super late into it, not with like tons of expansions. But WoW just seems very hard to get into at this point. I, I yeah, I wonder if there is like a. I don't know if there is a way to start playing WoW. I'm sure you could. Like, you could because you can pay to have a level, a character leveled up. Do you think that there's a certain amount of Warcraft knowledge that is necessary to be into WoW? I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't. I had friends who played uh, like Warcraft three, but I mm-hmm. didn't play it. I just understood fantasy races, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though I was still confused by the Tauren. They're cow people. What? They're wonderful. I yeah, love the, the them. one of the uh, horde races is Tauren. They're cow people. Cow people. No, just look up Tauren. <laughs> no. Cow people. No, don't I, look I, up no cow I'm people. writing cow people. You're not gonna like. <gasps> wait, that. he's not like. This is not a cow person. Oh wait, that's a cow person. 
Yeah, see? Every time I go I, I, I thought demo, I, oh, wild, God. No, I that's a, that's a bull. It's like a, a well, minotaur. I'm, I'm sorry that cow and bull are definitely the same. They're just... Oh. Are they? Yes. They're really ugly. Yeah. Ew. But oh no, leave them alone. They're great. They're ugly. They're Look great at them. and they did nothing wrong. They make their own milk. Anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're men. I'm shh, 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 shh. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I would like to interject with a uh, short tweet Please that we do. got because I overlooked this wonderful tweet to Polygon show about mm-hmm. MMOs. Now, we've been talking so much about WoW, which is, you know, that comes to mind, right, MMO? Mm-hmm. But this wonderful person who <laughs> decided to tweet us, Nautily33, a friend of mine once posted a thread on Gaia Online <gasps> titled, Inuyasha sucks. Ha! And the resulting web traffic crashed the forums ah. for 10 minutes. Oh my God. Uh. And in a way, if you think about it, I feel like if you do that on Twitter.com now, maybe you could crash Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Just get but anime get Twitter in. Ratioed. I made wow. a bad tweet uh, the other week about finding um, shit. What's the bird champion in Breath of the Wild? I forget his name. Oh, my dude, R- the Rito, right? Yeah. Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence. So I said that Lawrence is hotter than Prince Sidon, and it had no retweets. <laughs> 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 and so Did much other interaction. They, it was mostly people telling me that I was wrong, and then some people agreeing, but being too cowardly <laughs> to retweet it. No retweets. No retweets. It was very sad. Oh, my God. I felt very accused and unseen, but also very seen. But kind of like seen and then given the cut direct. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, Gaia Online. (laughs) Have any of you ever played Gaia Online? I did. So much. Do you ever play? I confuse that with Ultima Online. Yeah. So Gaia Online wasn't... I guess it was a game, but it's more like message boards. Like there's guilds, there's a an interactive sort yeah. of map with multiple areas, and there I guess there's fighting, but it's more like, you know, you can get fancy outfits and you wanna harvest gold so you can spend it on those fancy outfits, which isn't really like armor. Like my mm-hmm. character had like a cute dress and shoes or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just Googled Ultima Online and it is nothing. It is nothing. Nothing like, yeah. like Gaia Online. Wow, you fucking dumbass. What did you think That's why this I kind of just chose not to really Why did you, you say anything? You just let me Google it I like said, an no. idiot. No. This looks like some like, I don't know, like Age of Empires shit. Yeah, no, Whoa. it's not bad. It's like, that's the original fucking MMOs right there. Yeah, Ultima. Ultima. Well, I will delete myself now. <laughs> um, so Gaia was like way, it was like more asynchronous, I guess, right? So like that was always the sort of thing I was into. Like I don't really like interacting with people, <laughs> as you probably know. Uh, I generally like to just like post on a forum or whatever. Yeah. And then 
someone will reply and then maybe we'll start DMing or whatever. So that's generally how I used Guy Online. You and just wanted someone to slide into your DMs right away? Yeah, wow. kind of. Oh, and that would happen all the time. So for the part <laughs> oh, where you interact with people. So that was fun too. Like that was the more like live aspect, more like, you know, I guess not City of Heroes or whatever, but I guess mm -hmm. more akin to traditional MMO. Um, so basically you would go onto the map and there would be other people there populating it and you could interact and then there would be little like dialogue bubbles coming up. Um, uh. And there was no voice chat or anything, it was all text. And then you could do private messaging from there. So it'd always be like some naked dude, which like was underwear, there was underwear, sorry. It would be some dude icon and wearing underwear and he'd be like, hey, wanna, like, hey, ASL. And I'm like, what? And he'd be like, yeah, ASL. I'm like, uh, 25 lady, um, anywhere you are, or whatever. I uh, wouldn't say that, but like that's what oh, people would sure. say. Oh, sure. I bet you remember. I, mean, oh, I didn't say that. What? Yeah, I'm 25. <laughs> like you're not currently even. you want me to be. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're not even 25 now. And so usually they were, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> oh, I'm still not 25. Get out, Allegra, get out. I'm still lying. <laughs> that's communicated. So basically, the person would be like, oh, you want to go to like this other map? It's a lot emptier. And then you would go there. Basically, Guy Online was pretty much a way for teens to cyber. And all the freaking MMOs I played accidentally were places for teens to cyber. Accidentally. <laughs> that was your, it's okay if that's your thing. Let me, put some, oh Let me put some quotes around accidentally and some quotes around teens. Yeah. So here's, here's my one really good guy story about how my friend, I, not me, actually uh -huh. my friend. Yeah. I would use her name, but I don't want to call her out. So let's just call her Deborah. Rachel. Rachel, Rachel Deborah. It was hyphenated. Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> so all of my friends had multiple accounts, like alts. Everyone of course had their main, which is what you mostly used for farming gold and you wanted to have the cutest outfit, whatever. Of course. Um, and then one, like my friends would come over and we would just like switch into each other's accounts and harvest a lot of money. So Deborah came to my house and she logged into her account, her main, and she was just getting the gold, whatever. She left, she didn't log out of her <gasps> account. So I go on guy, I'm like, oh, I have a message. I didn't notice it was Deborah's account. I go to the message, she had been freaking cybering <laughs> some dude for months. Very graphically. Now, I was in seventh grade, y'all. I was in the seventh grade. Oh I was 12. I was scandalized. I learned a lot from that. No! That was your sex education. Most of what I knew about sex at that time, I learned from death. No, Deborah! Like, literally, they, the person was like, it was really fun, like, hanging out with you earlier, like, want to keep going? And did, then she would be like, yeah. Did you scroll up? I scrolled up, I was like, what's going on? I, I, I keep accidentally scrolling, this is so weird. <laughs> How did, it's so crazy that I accidentally went did to the top. Did you feel oh, like what? the secret, the, the great shame <laughs> well, of here's being the thing. in seventh grade? I did feel the shame, but I was more, I felt not ashamed of her at all, because mm -hmm. I don't judge. I no, was but like, ashamed of yourself of for sex. having eyes and seeing the content. I was sort of embarrassed for her because she was like very religious and like oh, abstinent no. and whatnot. And um, so I was like, hey, just like, you know, uh, you were in my Gaia, like you logged in on my computer, but I logged out, like, don't worry. And she was like, are you sure? Because I logged back in and I saw that my message had been read. <gasps> and I was like, so that was sort of the kind of drama that would happen Did on Gaia, you, right? What, what happened? So, oh my God. 
What? I, this is like what happened with my MMO life. Like it would be like teen drama that translated to real life. Do you really want to know what happened? Yeah, why didn't you say this like 48 minutes ago? I, this is the juicy stuff that we want. <laughs> okay. This is, what, <laughs> this is what happened. So, Deborah, very religious. She started really goading me on like my religious status and like I'm super, I'm like an atheist. It gets real. <laughs> I'm an atheist. She started trying to like really pump up. No, I'm a, I'm a good Christian. I would never do that. You don't know the context. I'm like, well, I mean, maybe someone else used your account. She's like, no, they didn't, but you don't know the context. I'm like, <gasps> it pretty explicitly says what a cyber, okay. And then lots of sex acts. <laughs> Most of them well, you are missing you. the context. <laughs> I'm like, what context am I missing? She's like, you just uh, don't get the it. It's the context of her Googling. like, Yeah, and then she literally what pulled me blank? by the throat. Like, <gasps> by, the, by my shirt collar. Okay. By, by my collar, throat, but not actually yeah. my collar. And she literally was like, you don't tell anybody about <gasps> this. I was like, okay. I don't think anyone cares to have role, but it's okay, I will. Oh. But after that, she's like, I got to prove I'm a good Christian, okay? I'm a good Christian virgin for life what or happened? whatever. I will be Virgin Mary. So Deborah would always in class, like we sat next to each other in math, and she would like draw like, you know, one of those like parentheses horizontal on my paper and I'd be like, what the hell is that? And then I'd make it a circle and she's like, no, it's the fish. Do you know what you do when it's the fish? You know the Jesus fish? Yeah. 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 So she would be like, what What do you draw when you see this? And I was like, I don't, I don't know, what the fuck is this? I drew like an upside down smiley face or something. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's the fish. See, I know this because I love God. <laughs> Or spend a lot oh, of time God. in your mom's car yeah, like, in traffic. That's cool. Why are you still telling me? And she's like, I love God. I don't have sex on Gaia Online. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, this is the story of Gaia Online. So now you know. Well, thank you for the absolutely <laughs> enlightening story. We now know that you know what sex is because you accidentally <laughs> spent an hour and a half reading your friend's chat logs. <clears throat> oh, God. So anyway, next week... We are actually going to shift away from MMOs, and we instead will be talking about actually something related, romance. Oh, yay! yay. So, I'll bring the story back for next week. I, I want to hear only this I story. I kind of want to hear, like, part two of this. Yeah, I definitely have more. Um, I want to hear the list of sex acts. But, well, please don't email us graphic sex acts. Instead, do not. Don't do that. If you have a story about like two characters, maybe even NPCs you wish you could have romanced, could have made that happen, send it to us. Or if you've had um, an in-game romance turn into a real-life romance, please email us about that as well. This is going to be following our FlameCon appearance, so we want to talk romance. Yes. All right, so please email them at polygonshow at polygon.com, what a mouthful, or you can tweet them to at Polygon Show. Thank you. And this has, nope, this has not been the Polygon Show. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And now it's the Polygon Show. Thank you. Next week, Simone will be taking a back to normal. There's no normal. This is our normal.
Hi, Polygon listeners. This is Amanda Clue, Eater's Editor-in-Chief, and I want to tell you about a new show that we just launched on PBS with Chef Marcus Samuelson. Every Tuesday, Marcus explores the food and culture of a different immigrant community across the United States, like the Arab-American community and their cuisine in Dearborn, Michigan, Vietnamese food in New Orleans, Haitian food in Miami, and the list goes on and on. I really like the show because I'm learning about new cultures and traditions and foods that I didn't know about. I definitely didn't know they were in the United States. And I hope that you can add these neighborhoods and cities to your travel bucket list. So check out the show every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. on eater.com slash no passport required or on PBS.